Thank you for joining Resurrection Lutheran Church this Sunday morning, giving praise with us for God's blessings of music, prayer, and scripture. I, Pastor Karen Perkins, will be sharing a message of grace, forgiveness, and hope. All of the worship leaders welcome you. Alleluia, Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia. Alleluia, Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia. Alleluia, Christ is risen. Christ is risen indeed. Alleluia. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And also with you. Let us pray. Bountiful God, you gather your people into your realm, and you promise us food from your tree of life. Nourish us with your word, that empowered by your spirit, we may love one another and the world you have made through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Now it's time for our children's message. Okay, so we're in the sixth week of Easter. That's a long, long time for Easter. And I've had a challenge every week to keep Easter going because it's for a whole 50 days. Do you remember what last week's challenge was, Seaver? No. No. Last week's challenge was sing your favorite Easter song. Yeah. Or learn your favorite Easter song. You want to do it? Do you have a favorite Easter song? Yeah. Do you know the name of it? Yeah. What is it? Get Oh, maybe not. This week, I'm running out of ideas. Seven ideas for how to keep Easter going is really hard. And so I went to my resource, Sundays and Seasons, and it said all the readings today are talking about how God loves all people. That seems like a really Eastery thing to do, right? Doesn't it seem like if Jesus wanted us to do something, it might be love everybody? And that means everybody, which now is a lot more people than it was then, because there are a lot of people in the world. So my challenge this week, it's the last week of school, right? Try to make a new friend. Is there, is there somebody at school that you haven't been friends with before, do you think? Do you think there's enough kids in your school that you might have the ability to make a new friend? So in the last week of school, or just in your last week before summer really kicks off grown-ups in the room, which is really hard for grown-ups to make friends, the challenge this week is try to make a new friend because God and Jesus ask us to love everybody, and the best way to show God's love is by being a good friend. What do you think? Do you think you can handle that challenge? Yeah. Do you think you can make a new friend this week? Yeah. Perfect. Thank you, guys. Let's pray. Dear God, thank you for Easter joy. Thank you for loving everyone. Please help us this week as we try to make a new friend and share your love with other people. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Seaver. I invite you to rise as you are able now. Let us welcome the gospel together. Hallelujah. 
As Jesus talks of returning to the Father, he promises to send the Advocate, the Holy Spirit, who will teach Jesus' followers and remind them of all that Jesus taught. Even more, those in whom God makes a home will experience a peace that overcomes fear. The Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus answered Judas, not Iscariot, those who love me will keep my word and my father will love them and we will come to them and make our home with them. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words and the word that you hear is not mine but is from the father who sent me. I have said these things to you while I am still with you but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the father will send in my name will teach you everything and remind you of all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled, and do not let them be afraid. You have heard me say to you, I am going away, and I am coming to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice that I am going to the Father, because the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you this before it occurs, so that when it does occur, you may believe. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. You may be seated. Peace. Peace. We, 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 share, we share God's peace every week. We pray for peace regularly. Peace is such a big concept. I'm going to focus us a little bit on different areas. What gives you a peaceful spirit, a peaceful centered spirit. Quiet and silence around me when I've had a busy day. Okay, quiet and silence when you've had a busy day. Am I getting feedback? What else? Nobody else with peace? Being at home. Getting a call from someone you love. Listening to music. There's that music that speaks to the soul. For me, sometimes it's, it's just deep breathing, paying attention, paying attention to what, what breath can do in me. Okay, so what about peace in your household or peace? with those with whom you are closest. So whether they're household members or coworkers or classmates, how do you have peace with people to whom you're close? Resolving conflict. Resolving conflict. Like? I mean, you're not like the conflict. What are ways you resolve it? Oh, by talking about it. By talking about it. Absolutely, addressing it. Okay, addressing it. Not letting it fester. Because if you're letting something fester, not only is the relationship not at peace, but you're not at peace within it. Did you have something, Mike, or are you just sneezing? Okay, bless you. What else? How do you have peace in relationships? Excellent. Yeah, doing an activity together. There's um, this great series of commercials that was done in the UK. Uh, I think it was a beer commercial, actually. Uh, and what they did was have, have people with strongly opposing views on a topic. 
get together and have an assignment. They had to complete an assignment, which was building something, without having any idea what the other person who they were paired with, they just had to build something together. And then it was revealed through the process what, um, what the perceived views, and, and, and they had interviews with people at the beginning, saying that I, I, I just can't work with somebody who's gay. And there were people who said that. And I just can't work with somebody who isn't able to honor diverse sexuality. I mean, they said that, and then they would put them together and they talked about it. And of course, by working together, people started to understand each other as a person, not as an issue or a topic or a label. Now, of course, the commercial part was, do you want to argue or do you want to sit down and have a beer together? So it did have a, you know, a, a commercial twist. But, but yeah, completing, completing something together is, is a great way to build peace because you're focusing on accomplishing it together. What else? Okay, then let's move on. How do you have peace in your neighborhood, your community, however you define neighborhood community? Because sometimes topics come up that people like, really disagree about. Or um, I know Randy likes to talk about, what, what is it that makes good neighbors? Good fences. Good fences, which is about setting boundaries with your neighbors, about saying this is, this is what my boundary is or this is what our boundary is, we agree on it. Now, you could be talking about literal fences, but you could also be talking about with your neighbors, this is, this is where I end and somebody or something else starts, and this is, this is where you end. And by not um, attempting to shape other people in our image, we were freed from tension and fear. By the way, fear is usually posited in, in um, scripture as the opposite of peace. Fear, because that's us being worried, anxious, terrified that whether it's we don't have control, we won't get our way, or something's going to be taken away from us. Other ways that you make, make peace in your community? Praying with and for. Yeah, remembering to pray for your neighbors, especially if they bug you. Pray for your neighbors, and if you have a relationship where you can, pray with your neighbor. Because again, you don't have to agree to work together on peace. And sometimes it's doing nice stuff for your neighbors. You know, when they don't pull their trash in from the, from the curb, or their trash bin gets knocked over in the driveway, and that time where you go pick it up and pull it in for them, you know, just caring about your neighbors. Just caring. Okay, so let's get bigger. National peace. National peace in a time where a lot of us are really conscious of divisiveness. How do we build a peace in this world? in this nation. Pray for leaders. Yeah, pray for leaders. Again, especially the ones you don't like. I mean, pray for all of them, but especially the ones you don't like. 
Abraço. Pray for elections. Yeah, pray that, that people exercise the freedom, the gift we have in the United States to participate in elections, and that elections will be, be honorable and uh, effective and clear. Pray for elections. Excellent. You can, you can donate to NGOs, nonprofits, whatever they're called in the country you're in, that support distribution of resources, equity, peace building, honoring neighbor. A big one that all of you are going to say, oh, yeah, of course. Listen. Listen. So many of us get riled up about our positions and our opinions that we forget to listen. And not just listen to what another is saying, but listen to why they're saying it. Because sometimes people with whom we disagree are operating from a position of fear. And if they're afraid that you're going to take something away from them, they're never going to be able to hear your point of view. And if you're afraid they're going to take something away from you, you're never going to be able to hear theirs. Well, you can't have control over them. You do have control over yourself, which means listen. Listen to those. Say, why? Why is this person saying this like this? And can I ask that question? Or why is this group doing this? Is it something that I can, I can listen to? I can try to understand? I can try to engage with. You don't have to agree. Notice how I've never said agreeing. And world peace. World peace. How do we build world peace? Be informed. Be informed. Yeah. You got to do your homework. Kind of got to know what's going on in the world at some level. And so be informed. Pay attention. Pay attention to sources that you trust. If there's stuff that's shared that you're like, oh, I don't really know about that, we'll do some research on it. Check, check the facts. Is this how that happened? Be informed. Be informed about places and people that you don't think affect you or that you don't think you affect, because you know what we do? What we do in Alaska affects people in Mexico City. It affects the climate in Mexico City. It affects the, I'm just picking Mexico City as an example. It affects the economy in Mexico City. It affects the level of crime in Mexico City. What we do affects what's going on in Mexico City. So be informed about places that may not be personally attached for you. Find out what's going on there. See if, there, see if there's a way that what you do can build peace there. We talked about praying for elections. Pray, of course, pray for peace. Pray for people who are, are living in violent and turbulent places. And for all of these things, live in faith. Because the, the peace talk that Jesus gives, I brought my... Um, 
Bible here, well, I brought my iPad, but with but the scripture pulled up on it, because it's important to know that the passage that we hear today, Jesus is responding to a question. So we start at verse 23, where Jesus answered Judas, not Iscariot, I like that, can't have his own name, it's just not Iscariot. It'd be very funny if, if that's how, if any of us went by that. You know, Karen, not, whatever. Anyway, um, but, but Jesus is responding to a question in verse 22. It says, Judas, again, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will reveal yourself to us and not to the world? Now, the how is it, by the way, it's one of those words that can be translated a lot of different ways. How is it? Why? In what manner? How will it, what will happen that? So it's asking, it's asking this question, not how, how are you going to reveal yourself to us and not anybody else? So asking, how, you know, what, what's going to happen? Because Jesus has just talked about those who are my followers, those who hear my voice. There's, we've had passage after pas passage of Jesus talking about, you know, being members of my flock. So Jesus' response is, those who love me will keep my word, and my Father will love them, and we will come and make our home with them. Whoever does not love me does not keep my words, and the word that you hear is not mine, but it is from the Father who sent me. This is not a threat. It's a fact. Because living in the word, living according to the word, living according to what Jesus calls us to do, what Jesus exemplifies, with what the words that Jesus leaves for the disciples, living in that will bring peace and understanding. It's, it's, it's not a you should or else. It's an if then. The more you live in faith, the more your faith grows. The more you relinquish fear and live like you trust God's got it in hand, the more you experience God's peace. And consequently, the more you are able to live in God's peace. Those who love me will hear my word. The love is just offered. It's not like you better love me. It's the love is offered. Receive that love and you'll hear it. You will hear it and you will feel it. Practice makes perfect, right? We, we all know that saying. Practice makes perfect. It's not different living in faith. Not because our faith will ever be perfected, but because you have to live it to experience it. You just got to do it. It's not an intellectual ascent. It's a way of life. So in, in terms of encountering God's peace, live as a peaceful person. We've all talked about ways now that we can, we've done this on various levels. If you heard something that is not part of your life experience, try it. See if there's some other way that you can grow in peaceful living, encountering God's peace, because that's the indwelling. 
It's the indwelling of the Holy Spirit that we are promised. Let us pray. Gracious God, open our hearts. Give us the trust to receive the peace that you send. The peace that guides all that we're called to do. In the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. I invite you to stand as you are able. Let us sing. Let us confess together. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, and through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate of the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and became truly human. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic, and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Set free from captivity to sin and death, we pray to the God of resurrection for the church, people in need, and all of creation. God of new life, open your church to the unexpected ways your Holy Spirit is at work. Guide bishops, pastors, deacons, and lay leaders in their visioning, partnership, and planning. Surround us with your peace. God, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Give a vision of increase and abundant harvest for farmers, laborers, gardeners who are beginning their growing season. 
join their efforts with the goodness of creation to feed all living things. God, in your mercy, shine your light of wisdom and peace among nations. When those in power seek to assert dominance over others, confound their ways and make them yield to your humble authority. God, in your mercy, give safe haven to those seeking healing, liberation, or peace, especially those in Ethiopia and Ukraine. Create places filled with hospitality where hurting people find your loving presence and wholeness. God, in your mercy, uphold the work of ministries and organizations in our communities who assist people experiencing homelessness, citizens returning from prison, and marginalized people. Accomplish your will through their efforts. God, in your mercy, Assemble your people at rivers, streams, and fonts where we remember our baptism and welcome others into the communion of saints. Gather us with those who have died when we meet together at your river of life. God, in your mercy, hear our prayers. And in your mercy, O God, respond to these prayers and renew us by your life-giving spirit through Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. This is the part of our service where we lift up our gifts to God. We offer ourselves, our time, and our possessions. Members, of course, are encouraged to give our regular tithes and offerings through an assigned number, and we have regular vehicles for doing that. You're invited to go to our website and use PayPal or one of the other donate buttons that we have on the website. You can make a special offering to the RLC on KINY ministry, which helps keep this on the air, or to the RLC food pantry, or to Juno Live, which helps with community outreach. You're also more than welcome to come by in person or make a food donation. We encourage people also to be involved with the community and appreciate volunteers. All of these things are gathered together in song and prayer. Let us pray. Living God, you gather the wolf and the lamb to feed together in your peaceable reign, and you welcome us all at your table. Reach out to us through this meal and show us your wounded and risen body that we may be nourished and believe in Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord, Amen. Amen. Gathered to one by the Holy Spirit, let us pray as Jesus taught us. Our Father, Father, who who art in heaven, heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The mission of Resurrection Lutheran Church is to promote spiritual growth in Christ and service to all people. God, the author of life, Christ, the living cornerstone, and the life-giving spirit of adoption, bless you now and forever. Amen. Hallelujah, Christ is risen. Christ Christ is is risen risen indeed. indeed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Go in peace. Tell what God has done. Thanks be to God. This has been an abridged worship service of Resurrection Lutheran Church. You are welcome to join us for worship in person on Sunday mornings at 930. We are located at 740 West 10th Street in downtown Juneau. Our phone number is 586-2380. More information about our location, parking lot, current COVID policy, and other contact information is available on our website at rlcjuno.org. The website is also the best way to learn about what events are happening with the community outreach ministry, Juno Live. With a vital food pantry, bell choir, quilting group, Bible study, and others, there may be a ministry here just for you. Come and see.